The Tobey Boat Show is back October 6th through the 8th. Check out the latest in electronics and fishing gear. From fishing boats to personal watercraft, this show has it all. Free parking and fun for the whole family. For more info, visit nymta.com. Today's Thursday, October 5th, 2023, and just a reminder that Monday the 9th is the last day of the fluke season, and hopefully this weekend's weather will give us an opportunity for the last shot of these tasty fish. We started with a video from our producer, Tim C. Smith, of an Albie caught in a tidal pool up in Cape Cod. This poor guy was trapped in eight inches of water, desperately trying to find a way out. Tim reported he never saw an Albie so lit up with the brightest shade of green. Hope he found his way out on the flood tide. In health news, there was a report that fishing is good for your mental health and lowers the risk of depression, anxiety, and other mental health issues. This should not be news to any of us anglers out there, so next time your significant other complains about your fish habits, you can now point them to this study. The final results are in for the Long Island Sound Bluefish Tournament back in late August. You can see the final leaderboard is a bit different than the original weigh-in. Now Kyle Cross is on top with and $25,000 in his pocket. Kyle is also in third place in our Dream Boat Contest. He's having quite the year. Now let's check with Tim C. Smith for the latest on the Fisherman's Dream Boat. No new entries this week in the Fisherman's Dream Boat Challenge. So the top three leaders remain unchanged. We have Kyle Krause in third place with 16 points. Eddie Terrabiel in second place with 18 points. And Bobby Cifarelli still stands on the top of the podium with 24 points. October's fish of the month is bluefish. Weigh in the heaviest bluefish in the month of October to win a tsunami rod and reel setup and a Dexter knife. The Dream Boat Fishing Challenge is the fisherman subscriber-only multi-species fishing competition with a chance to win a 21-foot Steigercraft Center console powered by a Yamaha, along with many other great prizes. Visit thefisherman.com to subscribe and get all the details so you can be part of the action. The October Glossy issue is out now. Tony Solano has great info on South Shore Reefs for you beach guys. Tom Melton has a great read on the Explosive Popper. And my contribution to the Glossy Mag is using crabs for blackfish, all this and more in the October issue. In this week's digital issue, Tony Durso has insight on how to read the beach. Jack LaRaza has two do's and don'ts from chasing the blitz. Captain Scott Newhold takes you on a river fishing trip, all this and more in this week's digital edition. Check out the state record of a blue claw crab. The crustacean measured 7.19 inches from Mauritius Bay. Maybe this should be a dreamboat category. Let us know in the comments. This past weekend, Long Island lost Captain Scott Leonard. Scott was a great captain and an incredible father to his 11-year-old son, Jordan. Scott grew up on Long Island with the late Fred Galfaro as his mentor, a hard-nosed surf rat in his earlier days from the beach or from his boat. Scott could find fishing all along the South Shore and Montauk. His love for bass helped guide him to Top Gun sport fish charters. His business boomed in Montauk and Fire Island and clients had numerous outings with bass over 50 pounds. I'm sure he will find fish up there too. Later in the broadcast, Captain Al Lorenzetti will have more. The wake will be at Boyd Spencer in Babylon from 4 p.m. to 9 p.m. Fisherman's Jenny Ackerman talks with Professor John A. Teeterman on the best practices for catch and release when striped bass fishing. Hi everyone, welcome to this week's Open Boat. Today we're at my alma mater of Monmouth University here with Professor John Teeterman. Professor Teeterman is the Assistant Dean, the School of Science Director, and the Marine and Environmental Biology and Policy Program. And what he does is he specializes in marine ecology, coastal zone management, 
environmental science, marine recreational fisheries, and marine environmental education. His current applied research applies studies of striped bass and other recreationally valued species with an emphasis on best practices for the catch and release of angled striped bass. So we're going to talk about today with the fall run upon us catch and relief efforts for striped bass for new surf casters and returning ones and what you should do to keep the striped bass population alive and thriving. What are some common practices that surf casters can do that actually harm the striped bass? Maybe they're not aware that it harms them, but what are some of the things that they can change for the future? The surf caster, there's things that you shouldn't do in terms of handling the fish because it can harm the fish. And actually, even though the fish swims rapidly uh, away, has stressed the fish and perhaps re results in mortality sometime after the release. And then there's things that you can do to counter those bad practices. For example, you never want to pick the fish up by the gill perculum. You never want your hands to go uh, into the gills. Along those same lines, you really don't want to hold the fish uh, vertically. You want to keep the fish horizontally and support its body. I, I like to tell people to support it kind of under the head and back by the tail. It's okay to lip the fish if you're rapidly going to release it. And that's, that's the other thing. You definitely don't want this fish to hit dry surfaces. If you're on uh, the jetties, you don't want to drag it up on the rocks. You need to find a spot that you can get down to the fish on the jetties and A, be safe for yourself, but B, safely release the fish. More importantly for us surf casters along the beach, we don't want to drag that fish up on the sand and, uh, and have it covered with sand. That protective slime will come off the fish and that slime really protects the fish from parasites and disease and things like that. So what, we, what do we want to do? We want to keep that fish in the water as much as possible. You need to have your waders on. You can be knee deep in the water, unhook the fish in the water and let the fish swim away rapidly. If the fish seems stressed or lethargic, then you want to revive the fish. You want to, always want to keep that fish moving forward. Remember, fish respire by water in the mouth and out the gills. So either moving it forward into the surf or in a figure eight where the water is always going in mouth uh, and out the gills. Uh, another simple thing is, especially if you're fishing uh, metal lures, uh, just get rid of those treble hooks and put a single hook on the metal lure. On your, on your plugs and other lures, crush the barb. It really will not affect your catching the fish, but it'll allow you for, for a quicker release. It'll allow you to unhook the fish in, in a quicker manner. So really, what we, what we really say is handle with care. Air exposure, that's another one. You want to get that fish back in the water if you do have to remove it from the water as fast as possible. Think of that in terms of if you fought the fish for a long period of time and it's exercised to exhaustion and then you remove it from the water, each one of these steps puts more stress on the fish. So don't go out there with your light trout rod when the fall run is on. Use a good surf rod, catch the fish, hook the fish, fight it quickly, land it quickly, keep it in the water and release it as fast as you can. This past weekend was the Montauk Classic and the event was a success. First, I want to thank Paulie's Tackle of Montauk and the state for being a part of it all. For the winners, Frank McCursio took first with a six pound bluefish. The longest striped bass winner went to Mike, Mike Adio with a 38 inch caught and released. The Galfaro family was also present and awarded Mike with a plaque for his first place catch as well. 
for the full write-up on the event, check out my editor's log in issue 33 of the magazine. We are looking forward to the South Shore Classic for the next one. Now let's get to the upcoming events. This Friday, October 6th to the 8th is the Tobe Boat Show. I will be there on Friday. It's a great time for an excellent price on a new boat. Many dealers have to make space for the 2024 models and are willing to make a deal. We will see you there. This Saturday and Sunday, October 7th and 8th, Corker's Cup Gathering of the Anglers event begins midnight on Saturday, runs through 12 noon on Sunday. All fishing clubs in the Interclub Tournament are eligible to enter. There will be a prize from local tackle shops and a banquet awards dinner for the following club winning clubs. Send inquiries to info at surfcasters.org. Sunday, October 8th, Timothy O'Rourke will be hosting Castoberfest Casting Demo Locate at Montauk Lake Club from 2 to 7 p.m. Sage Fly Fishing presents a day of rod demos as well. Montauk Brewing is providing refreshments and North Fork Ironworks will host the barbecue. A Sage R8 rod will be raffled off along with other prizes. Then on Monday, Columbus Day is the Generations Bass Tournament hosted by Harbor Crab Restaurant and Marina. That's right behind me over here. Honoring Jay Nichols and Paul Ambrose. Boundaries are Shinnecock Inlet to Tobey Beach. Captain's meeting is Sunday the 8th. Lines in at 6 a.m. Weighing at 4.15 at the restaurant. A $100 entry includes gifts, open bar, dinner, buffet, after the fishing. For more info, contact Mark Miller at 631-721-3041. Then on the 21st is the Bodie's 4th Annual Striper Tournament. Entries in $100 for that. Boundaries are Shinnecock to Jones Inlet. Tournament has open bar with food. Sponsorships are still available. And for more information on that, contact CB at 631-905-5636 or Scott at 631 631- 312-1398. For more information, visit thefisherman.com slash events. Now let's go around the map. A couple notable catches this week. Scott Bronson, he sent me an email. He reported he's been fly fishing Mount Sinai Harbor for schoolies, but he said, quote, still a ton of bait, specifically peanut bunkers, some individual bass on the skinny water on the fly. Nothing to write home about as dusk approached, more activity. Took a while to figure it out, but small packs of big blue fish, 12 pounders moving around quickly. Wrong day for the seven weight, end quote. The other North Shore harbors have had similar reports of these big blue fish, Northport, Centerport, and Hempstead included. Sergio Paban also fished during the wind last weekend, and he was in the Smith's Point stretch for this 47-inch striper he caught using chunk bait. Frankie Stimmel of Levittown was west of him during the, east of him during the storm, and he released his 37-pounder on a homemade bucktail at Shinnecock. Only one tap all night and morning, he said. Absolutely worth it. Here's another 27-pound striper caught uh, on the first of the month from the same inlet by Debbie Brown. 14-year-old Lucas Miller also did some back creek bassing of his own. During the storm, he scored with his 42-incher, in a Babylon Creek, shows you don't always have to run to the ocean to catch these fish. If you have a notable catch, email me and Broderick at thefisherman.com with a photo and any details, and I will try and get it into the weekly video fishing forecast or the magazine. Rich is doing a little freshwater fishing up at the Beaver Kill and having a blast. Rich, how's the weekend looking? Hey, thanks, Matt. On the road again here in upstate New York, uh, the Beaver Kill, uh, doing some fly fishing, a little changing up this week, and it's nice out, very summery, beautiful conditions, river's nice, but, you know, we get some pick of uh, some small trout, rainbows and browns here on the dry fly, so it's, it's pretty fun. Nice to change things up a bit. Hopefully we'll be back on the salt water pretty soon. But the weather this weekend, again, not looking too great. We have issues again on Saturday, front coming through. 
We're talking east-southeast about uh, 10 to 20, probably three to five foot seas with some rain showers and then a gusty wind on Sunday as the front comes in, cooling down 20 to 30 knots from the west-northwest. So I think the ocean uh, basically closed this weekend. The bays and surf might be okay, but yeah, not doing too great with these weekends. Hopefully they do get better as the fall run continues to kick in, and hopefully next week we can start to see some of those bass coming down the beach. So hang in there. Better days to come right now. Just still feels like summer here at the Beaver Kelp. All right, Matt, back to you. Have a great week. Catch them up, guys. Be safe. Now let's check in with Captain Timothy O'Rourke from Montauk. Tim. Thank you, Matt. Well, greetings, everybody from Montauk. Uh, finally, the wind laid down. Uh, Sunday, people were pretty much able to get out. So striped bass fishing, false albacore, everything's kind of coming back in shape. Um, as the week went on and the weather got better and better, uh, tuna close by. Um, still within like 30 miles, nice bluefin bite going on. Uh, the fluke fishing's ending on a very positive note. The Miss Montauk, I had a 14 pounder, which is very nice and everybody's getting excited for blackfish. Um, this weekend, as I've been saying, my Castoberfest fly fishing event is gonna happen at the Montauk Lake Club, two to seven. Montauk Brewing is supplying beer. We have barbecue and we have a lot of great raffle prizes. Everything from a full rod and reel setup from Sage, a couple fly rods from Rise, Douglas fly rods, Van Stoll's gonna be there, Costa Del Mar sunglasses. So there's a lot of great prizes. Come on out. Looks like the weather's not gonna be so great and the wind's gonna blow. So it coincides with the Montauk Fall Festival. So it's a good opportunity to get out here. All right, Matt, thank you very much, and we will see you next week. From Shinnecock, let's check in with Mike Dean. Thanks, Matt. Hey, everyone. Those big fish that were inside of uh, Maritz and Shinnecock Inlet seem to have kind of moved on um, this past week. I uh, heard there's some pretty good fishing going on around Jones, and that could be those fish chasing the mullet down the beach. There are some fish heading our way from Montauk that's had some great fishing, some nice blitzes, a couple of uh, nice fish mixed in with some of the just below slot and, and – uh, and slot size as well. So um, haven't heard a whole lot off the beach, you know, over the weekend, people got into some random fish. Aiden had a nice one pictured here, um, you know, and there are, there are fish around. There's, they could pop up anywhere at any time. So um, I'm putting the time in. That's really the only way that, you know, you're gonna be able to really get into them. It seems like, you know, when there is a report of a bite, it's, it's just boom, it's gone before you can even get on it. So, um, you know, they're moving fast, and uh, hopefully when we get this weather this weekend, it'll kind of trigger a little bit more of a bite, and we'll have a little bit more on the open beach, which is uh, always a fun one to chase after. Um, other than that, not a whole lot really to report. Last Lake's on flu, a couple of nice catches on the Hampton Lady. Um, gonna, you know, before we know, be into blackfish, and sea bass still going, you know, pretty good, but most people are focusing on the bass, and, you know, it's been pretty good. Try to, try to focus on the... The, um, the first hour of the after the tides, which seems to be what triggered this last batch of fish and, um, you know, definitely first light, last light. So um, hopefully the fish is just going to keep getting better and better for the for the last uh, couple of months of the season. So looking forward to it. Let us know how you do, and I'll talk to you next week. Back to you, Matt. From Northport, we have Cow Harbor Bait and Tackle. You know, we spoke about it last week, those albies, and it is all about the albies this week. Uh, it's nonstop action, seeing a lot of fun times. Hey, listen, this is a big tip. If you're out on the boat, don't drive into the middle of the albies, especially if there's other boats working these pods, you know, different pods 
they could be uh, aggressive or really spooky. So you want to work the outside. Try to time when that pot is coming towards you and use some epoxy jigs. Throw them out there. Uh, the feeding frenzy is nonstop. They're on those anchovies, really working them hard. If you're close to the beach, they're on the peanut bunker mixed in with uh, bluefish. In the back of the harbors, you're going to see bluefish and bass. It's a lot of stuff going on. You've got giant porgies in close to shore. You've got uh, sea bass in close to shore. The blackfish are starting to bite. Remember, they're not in season yet, but you certainly can find them. We've got fresh crabs, and um, there's just so much going on. This is an amazing fishing year. If you're not out, you're losing out. Get on a local party boat, call a charter captain, make sure that you got your boat going on, hit the beach, get some exercise, have a wonderful time, create those memories, and it's just nonstop action. This is full, full run on the North Shore. It's just great to see, and I love sending these reports to you. As always, I bring you peace and tight lines. From the Fire Island area in Great South Bay, let's check in with Captain Al Lorenzetti. Hey Matt, Fire Island report. Uh, excellent fishing the last week after the, all that crazy weather settled down and I'm catching fluke and striped bass every day. Uh, some real nice fish today too. I had a seven pound fluke, uh, you know, on Wednesday and a couple of nice bass uh, earlier in the week. So fishing's excellent right now. Uh, as long as the weather holds, it looks like it'd be another tough weekend, but it is what it is. If you can get out there, you'll probably catch some fish. And on a sad note, lost a good friend this past week, Captain Scott Leonard, uh, passed away after a battle with cancer. And I know he was close with Freddie Galafaro. They fished the beach together back in the day, and Freddie was kind of his mentor. And uh, it's a sad day, and uh, life goes on, and Scott's out of his misery. It was a tough two-and-a-half-year battle with cancer. So that's it for this week, Matt. Uh, take care, and we'll talk to you next week. With our fly and freshwater report, we have Paul McCain from River Bay Outfitters. Three, two, one. Hello, Matt. Well, this is quite the week. Uh, this past weekend, man, it was just brutal with all this rain and 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 all this all this fresh water flowing into these canals. It just really slowed everything down. I was able to get out on Tuesday with my good friend Kenny. We went out looking for some fluke for the end of the season. You know what we found? Not much of anything. There was uh, we did catch some fluke. Uh, Kenny was high hook uh, with uh, about four. None of them 12 inches, right? I had two. One was less than 10 inches, but the other one was over about 20 inches. Uh, so he's lucky though because I have so much fish in my freezer. Uh, he got let go for another day. But there's no bait. The bait was all broken up. We found some scattered schools, but no massive amount of bait. Uh, hopefully, hopefully that will change. Hopefully they'll get back together again because we didn't find any bluefish, stripers, very few fluke. The water was a little off color. Um, it is what it is. Fresh water, Connecticut, forget about. For the next 10 days, forget about it. But uh, the Catskills, didn't get the amount of rain we got and the streams are at a real good flow so if you have time run up there connect quad got a big shot of water that's really good hopefully it'll keep going we're gonna get some more rain this week well 
we'll see. But the fishing has been good. But uh, hopefully we'll see the weather. We'll see. I will be out in Montauk this next weekend. We're doing the October Cast Fest uh, out of the Montauk Lake Club. Hope to see you there Sunday, 2 to 7. Great time. Cast some of the best rods on the market. So until next week, tight lines, everybody. Let's check in with Chris Landry. Thanks, Matt. Well, the fall run is just starting now. I'm not too dialed in on it because I've been down in Florida and Miami hitting the mullet run in October. There is an epic mullet migration. We were catching snook. I broke off a huge tarpon, sharks. We got jacks. I have friends that caught huge tarpon from the beach. It's super exciting. I'll try to go down one more time for another trip because for the month of October, it's mullet mania. Uh, up here in Rockaway, there's a couple of Fishing the Atlantic trips that uh, you should know about, a couple of events. Uh, first, on October 21st, there's a Gypsy Charters Blackfish uh, High Rollers Tournament. So hit up Fishing the Atlantic for that. And also on October 30th, there's a pre-Halloween event at Wits End, the best restaurant in the world. Uh, there will be, it's, it's Angler's Night, a lot of fishermen there, plus tables in the back, Gypsy Charters will be there, uh, other fishing rod manufacturers, you can hit up Fishing the Atlantic if you want to do a booth, it's $100, uh, that includes your dinner, and there's going to be a lot of the angling community from Rockway and beyond up in there, I will be there myself. Um, and to end, I want to send a rest in peace to a Rockaway <clears throat> Long Beach legend, uh, Pat McAleese. Uh, AKA Stoops516 on Instagram, who passed away this week. Uh, he was part of the Margarita team. Uh, went out fishing with him a bunch of times, a true legend. Uh, we once caught a cobia uh, uh, this year that we brought to Wits and had a championship dinner at, at Wits with the crew and, and him. That was a special night. I was also with him when he caught a whale. Uh, we were snagging bunker and a huge whale came up and engulfed uh, half the school along with his, uh, with his bunker and it was off to the races so it was crazy so shout out to Pat, uh, he will be missed and he will, he will be remembered at uh, Rockaway and Beyond Fishing Legend, alright? Shout out to the whole Margarita crew, alright? Peace out. Let's check in with Max Finch from the Connecticut side of the Western Sound. The past few days, the Albi fishing has been fantastic along the Connecticut coast. We've heard fish all the way down to Largemont and you know New York waters, Norwalk Islands, Sherwood's Ben Hock, backside of Kakini, Westport to Penfield Reef, all along the Fairfield beaches, Bridgeport, and the mouth of the Housatonic. There's still a bunch of fish around, so you got to get out there and get after it. Middle ground to Port Jeff, you know Crane's Neck, and the whole Smithtown area has them too. And we've seen a really big bluefish this past week on the moon. We've seen fish to like 16, 17 pounds at 11B diamond jig in the outgoing. That's, the, you know, that's awesome. It's an awesome time to get out there and diamond jig some big blues. There's also been some bass in the mix. Up and tight, we still got a lot of rain bait and a lot of peanut bunker up in our estuaries and the bass are getting real active now on them. So you can, you know, plug blind structures, mouths of harbors, way back up in tidal rivers. That's really good stuff like smooks, spooks, small paddle tails, bucktails, you know, small epoxies, all work great this time of year. The porgy fishing's still red hot. Guys are still getting them from the beaches. This is usually when we see our biggest porgies caught from the beaches. Places like Calf Pasture Beach, you know, Sherwood Island. And then guys fishing from the boat, our local uh, reefs and rock piles, and then our wrecks are really good. Everybody's getting antsy for the blackfish opener. Should be good. We'll be fully stocked up on crabs. 
and we should just still uh, start seeing the sea bass moving shallow. I've still heard that 50 foot to like 30 foot mark, but usually when blackfish opens by the end of the month, you know, they mix in real shallow. Guys are getting nice knot heads when they're fishing 15 feet or less for blackfish. Thanks and good luck. Raul Ortiz, the Urban Angler, has a report from around the city. Hey guys, Raul Ortiz here, the Urban Angler, with my report for the week. I'm gonna keep it short and sweet. About a month ago, I told you guys the fall run has begun and now we're pretty much in full swing guys you got fish being caught from manhattan to montauk anywhere from schoolie size to about 35 40 pounds being caught all along the south shore beaches and north shore beaches of long island even around the city uh, bucktails needlefish sp minnows plastics and the right presentation is key to getting these fish to bite it's not lock and load fishing guys, but the fish are there, just not in big numbers. Anyway, I hope you get out there. I wish you all the best of luck and a good fall run. And back to you, Matt, tight lines. Captain Mike Sentry has the latest from Staten Island. Hey guys, Mike Sentry here. Well, it's good to be back after a couple of weeks uh, with work pretty much busy, but going out for a, uh, Late evening striped bass trip right around the Raritan Bay. Uh, some nice ice stripers definitely moved in. Uh, we've been getting them with the hoagie paddle tails, two ounce in white, three ounce bunker color, and savage gear or savage eel, whatever you want to call them. This is four ounce, it's more of a deep diver. When the fish is structurally down in the bottom of the rock piles or the muscle beds, you want to get down there fast as possible you use one of these bad boys using 15 pound fluorocarbon light rods light reel have some fun out there water temperature is about 64 degrees in the bay and the season is just getting started uh, a couple guys will be catching really nice size stripers from the shore um, i'm sure most of you know my family members from the 80s and early 90s could only dream of catching stripers in the high 40 inches right from the shore on a regular basis. So the guys are using soft shell crabs and live eels and bunker chunks. So get out there, have fun, bring an accessory of equipment. What I mean by accessory, make sure you have enough. And a little bag like this. You have everything you want here, braid, ta terminal tackle, lures, everything you want, something small like this. Because you never know what kind of color they want for that day. So with that said, back to you, Matt. Tight lines, everyone. Ben Gilmore is back with the latest from Costa Rica. Ben. Hey there guys, how's it going? This is Ben Gilmore from down here in Costa Rica and the Marina Pez Vela. We got this week's fishing report. Right now offshore, we got lots and lots of Dorado. There's been some great fishing down here, kind of eight to 15 miles offshore. The main bite has been lots of Dorados in the 15 to 20 pound range. Right in time for our Dorado Derby, one of the biggest Dorado tournaments in this part of the world. We got a big tournament happening on the weekend of the 12th of November and the weekend of the 19th of November. So can't wait for that one. Check out the details, guys, marinapezvela.com uh, tournaments. So also out there right now, we got blue marlin, we got a few sailfish, and we got some good yellowfin tuna. Closer to shore, we had some good snapper going on along the beaches. We had some really nice snook pop up which is kind of strange for this time of year. It's rainy season right now, but the snook have been biting good, as well as a few big rooster fish. 
Check us out, guys. This is Ben Gilmore, Jackpot Sport Fishing, and the Marina Pez Vela. Remember to like our video, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and tap on the bell to be notified instantly. When we do post a new video on YouTube, check out this video's description on YouTube for all the related links and index for our specific reports. Please support our correspondents by visiting their websites and their social media pages. We've got a couple days left in the fluke season, so let's make them count since the fishing for them has been on fire. Then we have some tug coming in hot next week. We'll see you then here at the Fisherman's Weekly Video Fishing Forecast.